I guess Target did not learn from Bud Light. <laughs> Live, laugh, lesbian. What the crap is going on in the United States of America? Welcome to the Island Podcast. I am your host, Alvis Samuel. And before we even get started with the nonsense that I'm about to speak on, and like I said, nonsense, go ahead and go to rss.com forward slash podcast forward slash the island. And there you can go ahead and catch up on my previous episodes and just, you know, catch up and listen to everything that you need to know what is actually going on around the world and in the sports world. So let's go ahead and jump right into this Target nonsense. And if you haven't heard of the Dylan Mulvaney, if I'm even saying that person's name right, in the Bud Light backlash, Bud Light is tanking. And I mean tanking. I am one who occasionally will enjoy a nice cold beverage of whatever basically however i'm not one who enjoyed bud light ever so it never really i i personally never cared for and when i had a bud light i always had to dress it up with something like a lot of something like a bunch of limes throw some beer salt on top of it like bud light was one of the worst beers if not the worst beers on the planet well, Keystone Light, that's pretty bad too. But anyways, now, knowing what has happened with Bud Light, another multi-billion dollar company, you know, Target, decided, we see you, Bud Light, and we're going to one-up your stupidity. Yes, Target, everyone's favorite bougie store who thinks they're better than Walmart and technically they're not but they think they're better than walmart everyone's favorite bougie store i haven't really been to target in a long freaking time and i'm i i just don't go so they decided to go ahead and one up bud light yes target they decided to company with a london-based company if i'm if i butcher this name uh, my bad i'm sorry but I believe it's called Aprielin, a Prebrelin, or whatever. A P B. I can't even spell it. But A B P R A L L E N. However you want to pronounce that, go for it. And the CEO is a transgender person going by the name of Eric. You know, um, I'm transgender man. I guess it's a female who wants to be a man, or is it? I don't know. I, it's all. It's, my brain is hurting right now trying to think of how these people think, and I don't want to think like that. But anyways, this person, Eric, who is the CEO, you know, they're the head of this company, a London-based company, teamed up with Target. And if you haven't heard already, this person is a satanic worshiper. They worship Satan. Not only that, but they're teaming up this person and this company that this person is in charge of. They teamed up with Target to sell 
I believe it's like baby clothes. Um, they're selling swimsuits and stuff like that for obviously gay people, homosexuality, and not just for you know the adults, but also for your children. They have things like underwear where you can tuck in the person's a, a male's private part, and you can tuck it in. So it makes it look like they don't have one. They don't have a male private part. Yes, I am not making this up. Target is selling this apparel inside their stores right now. You can find it. And Target came out and they, 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 they're applauding their own, I, whatever you want to call it. They're applauding themselves. Because as of right now, there's a lot of backlash going on against Target. If I'm not mistaken, they have now lost $9 billion because of this. However, they don't care. And actually, they made a statement. They had a statement come out, and their statement exactly, and I quote, says exactly this. We are truly not understanding why people are not being more inclusive in today's world, maybe people should stop and learn to love one another. End quote. That is Target. So, like I've said in the past previous episodes before, and I've said this many times, this movement, the the homosexual movement, and I'm not going to, and, and I know when I say it, I try to get these letters correctly, but I'm going to just stop trying to get their names and letters and all that stuff correctly. I'm just going to call it what it is. The sodomized movement, that's what I'm going to call it from now on, is the sodomized movement. This movement is taking, one, the rainbow, God's promise that he will not destroy the world in a flood. It wasn't a promise that he won't destroy the world, just he's not going to flood it like he did with Noah. That was his promise. So it was a promise. And they hijacked this for their own gain. And then, on top of that, now they are hijacking what love really is for their own gain. It seems like they're going to do everything they can to get everybody on their side. And if you don't join their side, then you're going to be demonized as a, dare I say it? a bigot, racist, you just name any bad name, and that's what you're going to be called. This is what Target is doing. They said, okay, this should be something everyone should be accepting in today's world, and maybe they're right. Maybe in today's world, this type of stuff is acceptable, only in the United States. Everywhere else, try to pull this crap your store will be burned to just burn to the ground but let's keep this going because they've even now had to do things to keep their employees in their stores safe so people don't go ahead and run in their stores and beat the crap out of them instead of just saying you know what we can't have this apparel in our stores no that's not what they did some of their stores they just kept them 
other stores, they put it in in a corner somewhere. They they made it smaller and stuck it somewhere in a corner. So you can't really see it, even though they kept the banners all around it. It, it makes it's it's basically it makes no sense. It's it's asinine. I I just I am my brain can't comprehend this type of stupidity for companies. So you have now multiple companies, Bud Light and now Target, jumping in the bandwagon, jumping on the bandwagon. For the sodomized movement. That is what's going on in the United States of America right now. And like I said in my very last episode. If you haven't heard it. Go ahead and, and listen to it. That episode is called. How bad was it? If you haven't heard that episode. You should go ahead and listen to that one. Because I'm explaining to everybody. In that specific episode. How bad was Sodom and Gomorrah? Not just how bad was it, but also how close is the United States of America to becoming Sodom and Gomorrah? The sodomized movement is taking place and it's coming to a town near you. I'm telling you that right now. These people, they are not loving. They are not caring. They do not care about you. They only care about themselves. They're very selfish. And they're becoming more and more not agitated, but violent. Take Riley Gaines. Back I did an episode on the Riley Gaines saga thing. She is the swimmer that tied the transgender swimmer. For first place. And I told y'all. That she was at a university. She went to a school to do a speech. And. They busted in. They. They assaulted her. They had to call the cops to come in. To get her out of the building. They were trying to. Hold her as a hostage. And. This is all. A bunch of dudes. Thinking they're women. And what's even funnier. Is that. And it's not even. It's not funny actually. But what my brain can't comprehend. Is there's actual females. In this group. Condoning. How these guys are acting. And they're even with them. I even mentioned in my last episode. That what had to happen. Because if you take a notice in Sodom and Gomorrah. If you go through this story. In the book of Genesis. You have to understand something, something major. All the women in these two cities, they stay inside doors. They do not step out for no reason. None whatsoever. I ask, why is that? I got your answer. Because these guys in those cities were violently aggressive, trying to rape Everything, and I mean everything from people to animals to whatever they can get their hands on. Violent rape is a violent crime. They took it up a notch. And as you can see, if you go through that story with Riley Gaines, this crowd was getting very violent with her. To the point that they were talking out loud 
in front of the cops, they were going to hold her as a hostage. Now I ask you, for all the females out there, I ask you this one question. Who condone and who say trans women are women. Who condone this stuff. Thinking that this is the right way to go. I ask you. When they can't get their hands on the people who do not condone their actions. And then they see that there are women in their crowd who are with them. They're already violent. They're already agitated. How long do you think it will be until they turn their targets on you? How long do you think it's going to take for them to say, you know what? We don't want any females, any straight females in our group at all. Matter of fact, we don't want females Period. We don't care if you're gay also. If you are a female, that means you think you're better than us. How long do you think it's going to take for them to turn their targets, their bullseyes, on their own people who are trying to push them to keep going? I need people to understand this because this is one of the reasons why in Sodom and Gomorrah, All the female, and I say all the female in those two cities, stayed indoors. They would not come outside. I can almost guarantee you there were females who were part of that crowd. Those guys, they were part of that crowd. And I guarantee you they turned on them in a heartbeat. So, understand this. This movement is going to keep going and they're going to keep getting violent. They're going to keep getting more violent on top of that until they get everything that they want. And what makes this even worse is a couple of days ago, about five minutes from where I live, five, ten minutes in a small city, it's called Blue Mow. I know exactly where this little city's at. And when I was a kid, I would go through Blue Mountain. It wasn't really bad at all. You know, you had your little issues, normal issues when I was younger, but it wasn't bad. I just saw a video that happened on May 21st. This was a couple of days ago. What's today? Today's the 25th, May 25th. So four days ago, in the middle of the night, there was a group of people, a lot of them, And if anyone knows anything about street racing and stuff like that, you know what happens. It happens. It happens a lot over here in Texas. It does. But this particular group decided that they were going to do this in the middle of a street. And and it was a this this street is a very busy intersection. Very busy intersection. And they decided they're going to start doing donuts and figure eights and start pilling and everything in the middle of the intersection. They stopped traffic. Then a bunch of people got out their cars, started recording everything and all of that stuff. And like normal, cops get called. The first cop on the scene left in a hurry. Because 
how violent these people were becoming, these children were becoming. The cop was trying to just say, hey, can y'all break it up so this the light that's green, all of these people who are in their vehicles trying to go somewhere, they can get to where they're going? Can y'all let these people get to where they're going? No, they did not want that. They wanted to keep doing figure eights and donuts in the middle of the street, in the middle of the intersection. That's what they wanted to do. So all of these young boys decided to surround this one cop to the point the cop couldn't even get out of his car. To the point to where the cop basically looked like in this, in this clip that I saw, basically looked like he was fearing for his life. And so he decided. As soon as he can find a, a part that the, the crowd makes a part for him, he's taken off. And that's exactly what he did. The cop backed down and left. And then these kids went back to doing whatever the crap that they wanted to do. You see, lawlessness is becoming more and more abound in the United States of America. I've mentioned a story in the past that happened in New York where a bunch of teenagers, they were just, I'm guessing, having a good old time in the middle of the night. They decided to pick up a cone, a traffic cone that was on the street. They see an old man, probably he, he was old, walking with a cane, old man. If I'm not mistaken, he was in his 60s, uh, late 60s, about to turn 70 or somewhere in there. And they beat this man over the head for no reason. He was just walking. They ran up behind him and started beating him over the head with the traffic cone. That man died. Lawlessness. There's the story of the woman who was on a bus. A public transportation bus. A bunch of kids were cussing, yelling. Just being completely disrespectful. All this lady, a little, this, this older lady, I'm not going to say she was old, she was older. She asked them, can y'all at least stop cursing and probably just quiet down a little bit. These children got so upset, they got so irate, they harassed her, they beat her, they stripped her down to her underwear and threw her off the bus. And told her, if you don't like how we act, maybe you should walk. Bus driver just kept driving. This bus driver didn't want no part of them. Lawlessness abounds. Young, having no respect, no regard for anything. Lawlessness abounds in this country. Sodomy abounds in this country. And this is what we are getting. And the fruits of what is going on is going to be completely destructive towards everyone and i need people to truly understand this and understand where we are truly headed i've said before we are headed to a place in the united states where the only thing that's going to happen is fire and this country will burn to a crisp it will burn because of this nature because of this vulgar pervertedness vulgar, violent pervertedness that not even the law enforcement want to deal with. They themselves 
back down. They don't want any part of this stuff. They don't want to correct it. They don't want to touch it. They're just saying we're just going to leave it alone. And whatever happens, at least I'm safe. That's what's going on right now in the United States of America. Do not let this talk, this this social media, everyone get out there and have fun. and Everybody, you can still have your fun and process. Do not let this stuff fool you. I have it in my head. And I was getting upset the other day. It was yesterday, exactly yesterday, the 24th. I was getting a little upset because I was sitting down and I was praying and I was asking God. There were certain things going on. I saw a person I knew in the past and they were they are a uh, a missionary and they were in this other country. And I was like, man, I wish I could do something like that. Go to and then. It dawned on me. It hit me in the head. Why would you want to go to another another country? Why? Why would you want to go to another country to preach and teach God's word? Do you not think that your own country needs to hear it themselves? Do you not realize that the United States of America has been sending out the Bibles and sending out the missionaries to all of these other countries to help them know God's kingdom, to help them know who Jesus Christ, who he really is. However, they've been neglecting their own country. They've been turning their backs to their own country. To the point to where when they come back, they don't even want to stay in their country. They're just like, when's the next assignment so I can go to another place to get out of this country because they themselves don't even want to be here because they themselves do not want to preach God's word in their own country do you not realize that this is part of the problem with the United States of America they would rather run somewhere else to tell them Jesus loves them but when they come home they hide in their own closets they hide in their own churches they hide in their own homes they lock their doors and they say no one's here they refuse to step out to preach god's word the real word of god and those who aren't afraid to preach god's word they manipulate the words and say god wants you to prosper on earth did i not say that where you put your treasure is where your heart is, that's what I got. And I said to myself, my goodness, my goodness, is this the reason why this country is just going straight, honestly going straight to hell? And the answer was yes. People want to run off and go to the stranger's house where no one knows who they are. No one sees them. And they want to tell the stranger about Jesus Christ and his gospel and the kingdom of God. However, when they come home, they are too afraid to tell their own brother, their own sister, their own neighbor, their own parents, their own children of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And because of that fear, the greatest country that has been is becoming the greatest 
mistake, the greatest downfall that the earth will ever see. We have all of these pastors preaching about prosperity. All of these pastors preaching and saying there's going to be a revival in the United States. All of these pastors preaching this good stuff. And everyone's jumping up. Everyone's screaming and yelling and clapping their hands. Everyone's yelling amen and everyone's screaming hallelujah. This is great news that we're all ready for this good thing to happen. However, how can a revival actually happen in a country that is not truly getting the true word of God from the pastors? How can a revival happen in a country when there are zero pastors out there saying stop your sin, turn and repent. How can a revival happen in that country? How can the Holy Spirit move in a country when your own churches don't even want the Holy Spirit to actually be in their own buildings? Know what they want? They want the best music. They want their worship and praise team, to, they want it to look like a concert. Fog machines, dim the lights, start blinking lights everywhere, give people crazy aneurysms, basically in their own brain. Make people have seizures, whatever. Make them feel like the Holy Spirit's there because the Holy Spirit is not there. And you're saying there's going to be a revival in this country. Who's going to lead it? Because these leaders that we have, God's not with them. I can tell you that right now. We have these people who are saying they're, they're prophetic. They have these prophetic dreams. They like to skip over all the bad stuff. Then they'll say, oh, I can't tell you all of it. God's not with you. Because if God was with you, he would want you to tell the world, your country, your neighbors, your brothers, your sister, the bad things that are going to happen. If you do not repent of your sins, when will somebody stand up and show God's love, not world's love? There's a big difference in both of them. Understand God does hate and in the love of God, there is no room for evil. In the love of God, there is no room for perversion. In the love of God, there is no room for corruption. In the love of the world, you love it all. Evil, corruption, perversion, lack of morals, violence. You love it all. In the love of the world, that is. In the love of God, there is no room for any of it. It will not be tolerated. It cannot be in the same space with the love of God. And that's where people get it all confused when it comes to Christianity. They say, well, doesn't your Bible say love? Yes, it does, actually. However, it also says hate evil, not love evil, not dwell with evil, not be a part of the evil, hate it. And it actually says also, that is the beginning of wisdom. So, 
that's just the beginning of having an understanding of who God really is. The way the world says we must love, that is not the way that God says we must love. Everybody likes to throw that four-letter word around like it's nothing. And then they like to go to a true, devoted believer in Jesus Christ and then try to use that four-letter word against them to make them sound like they are a hypocrite. And then that Christian backs away. And then that Christian starts thinking to themselves, well, should I love this? Should I love this person? They didn't hear what God was saying. Because honestly, there's a lot of times God's saying is no. You don't love that. You should not love that. And you better not love that person. Because there's some people on this planet that they want and will do everything they can in their own power to stay in a perverted mindset, and they do not want to come out of it. They would rather see you die as long as they get to feel beautiful, feel all the good stuff. This is where the United States is at. This is where it's going. I am just letting this episode, you know, I'm letting things off of me right now. I am letting things off of my chest because it's been boiling up in me. It's frustrating. I'll go to this one church down the street and they don't care. They don't care how you come in. Because that is true. A church should not care how you come in. But a church should care how you leave. You shouldn't come in. Leaving the same way. Or I said that backwards. You shouldn't leave the same way you came in. There you go. Got it right. However, that's not what these churches want. They want you to feel comfortable in your sin. And those who will actually preach the true word of God, they send them out of the country. We need you to be a missionary. Go over there to those countries. Tell them that. It's like the United States church is the Laodicean church. We have wealth, prosperity, and that's what we think is going to get us inside the kingdom of God. And we don't want to do anything else. All we want to do is show the world how rich we are, how much wealth we possess, and little do we know that we are far from God But it's very simple to come back. And all we got to do as a church, because that's what will save this country, is the church. But the church has to repent. The church has to let God know that we've been doing wrong and we know we've been doing wrong and we have to repent. That is what will save this country. And until then, we're going to keep going downhill. To the point when the only thing that is left underneath us will be fire and ash. And once we reach that part, then everybody will know. 
that our Lord God, Jesus Christ, he is not just a savior, but he is also executioner and judge. Thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode on The Island Podcast. You can go ahead and find me on Twitter at AsTheIsland. And you can also find me on Rumble at A3S2 The Island. And also now available on YouTube, the channel is AS The Island Podcast. And do not forget, like always, you can go to RSS.com forward slash podcast forward slash the island and you can go there and catch up on every episode that has been made go ahead and do that and again thank you for listening to another episode on the island podcast with your host alvis samuel